Are you protecting your business's most important resource? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I have to be honest, my friends, this is my first episode that I'm recording after a week-long vacation. And this is not the episode or the story I wanted to tell, but it is certainly important, and I hope it makes you think. Are you protecting your business's greatest resource. Do you know what your business's greatest resource is? Try saying that one five times fast. Um, I'm talking about you. Are you protecting you? Are you taking care of you? Checking in with yourself, tuning into you, identifying problems or risks and responding to them? What the heck am I talking about? And what the heck has me so fired up? Because you see, right before vacation, my husband got a really distressing phone call um, from his stepfather who was in the hospital um, finding out that he had just had a heart attack. Um, A man in good health, good, good health, physically fit, um, recently actually over the past couple of years, lost a bunch of weight, was on an adult hockey league, um, was having chest pain, got himself admitted, and they found out that he had had a heart attack sometime within like the past 12 hours of the doctor's appointment. And when we were able to see him, thankfully we were already flying home so we were able to see him right away. He looked as if this had never happened. Um, we were kind of in shock and awe that he had good color. He was only in the hospital for like a day and a half. Um, he had good energy, was able to stand all day, good spirits. And we all just left the situation and talking about it, feeling like we'd all dodged a bullet. Uh, we really care about him. And we felt so lucky that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't worse that like he was was going to be okay. But here's the thing, when he started telling the story and he started talking about how he ended up in the ER, how he ended up getting this whole thing caught, he said, well, I haven't really been feeling very well for like a month. Hockey had just started to get more intense. We had moved from games to practices and I just felt like I wasn't in good shape. I felt like I had been out of practice, that I wasn't skating as well as I could. My energy was down. I was way more tired at the end of these practices that we would do and something just felt off. And then when it started to hurt, I went to the doctor and we all, we just, you know, felt so relieved that it wasn't worse. But obviously what he was talking about, that feeling of not being fit, the low energy, the unexpected change and what he was capable of, we now know to be the warning signs of the heart attack that was coming. And then ironically, as luck would have it, just two days later, we're with my husband's um, father's side of the family. So it was his stepfather that had the heart attack um, right before Thanksgiving. And then um, we were on another family visit um, working with his, you know, with his father's family. And we were telling the story about the stepfather and how he had had a heart attack and how there were all these warning signs and you just never know. But you have to be, you know, you have to be mindful. You have to pay attention, etc., etc. And we had a lovely visit. We sat with everybody and had an extended day with his aunt and uncle only to be called two days later to be told that the uncle that we'd spent that entire day with had been admitted in the hospital and was on life support because he had had a heart attack. 
And it turns out that, and we were still hoping for the best. It seems like he's slowly recovering. He certainly hasn't recovered as quickly as his stepfather did, but we're, we're feeling good. And there's a lot of good signs that everything's going to be okay. And he's going to survive this and, and be able to recover. But it turns out that as everybody was talking, he, everybody started saying, oh, he started talking about how shoveling was really hard. He started talking about getting winded and having to stop and take a break and how he got dizzy and lightheaded. And even though this uncle had heard us talking just like the day before about the stepfather with all those same warning signs, he never made the connection or maybe he ignored the connection and didn't take care of himself, didn't call a doctor, and he too ended up having a heart attack. Like, what are the odds, right? But look at this, like, when we when we peel back the lens and when we scan out and we zoom out, look at the story this tells my friends. Look at like what the evidence suggests is two people had all these warning signs, things that weren't normal and weren't right about themselves, that didn't feel good, that didn't feel consistent with who they were, and they got ignored until the heart attack happens. And this is a serious, as serious as a heart attack, right? Like that's the reason why that expression exists in the first place. And I couldn't help but think of what a common epidemic this is. As my husband and I were talking, like, you know, because we were, you know, humor sometimes to get through hard talks I was like, you know, we got to be careful. These things come in threes. But like looking at the pattern of people who ignored serious warning signs that their health was failing and thinking to ourselves, how many times in our respective families between his step family, his biological family and my family, we have heard the story of, I thought something was off, but I didn't quite know what to do about it. And I wasn't quite sure what to do or I told myself a story only then to be gobsmacked when it becomes something more serious. And I know that we've done that dance and played that game with my husband and his various ailments that have happened over the years. So this is an episode that I want you to sort of, sort of take stock in here and do a gut check with yourselves and really look at like what are the warning signs about your own happiness, your own satisfaction, your own health? And are you paying attention? Are you being responsive? When something doesn't feel right with you, are you saying something? Or are you creating a story that blames you for the problem? Because that's the thing these two men had in common. They just decided that they weren't in good shape. They just decided that there must have been something wrong with them, that they did something wrong, and that they were entirely responsible for the problem. And as a result, they didn't get help. And I think that this can happen in all kinds of ways. And yes, if you are ignoring a serious health ailment, if you know that there has been something physically wrong with your body, now is your wake-up call to get it attended to, to get that doctor's appointment in, and to get help. But sometimes I think the warning signs are more subtle, that we don't notice that we've been feeling particularly down for a while. We don't pay attention to the fact that, um, you know, we have more ailments or things are feeling uh, kind of sluggish and slow, that it's not pain per se, but it's discomfort or it's chronic dissatisfaction or a nagging feeling of something being wrong, that when it doesn't ring as serious as a heart attack, it is so 
easy to pass it by, to blow it over, to not give it attention, and to not give it your time. But when we think about the lives we are building and the businesses we are building, you are your businesses and obviously your life's greatest asset. And you have a responsibility to take care of it. And as soon as I say that, I hear all the men in my family, (laughs) particularly my father, telling me, oh, I don't want to worry anybody, or oh, it's not a big deal, or it's just what comes with getting older. And I think we can do that as entrepreneurs and as business owners all the time of like, of course, I'm tired. I just pulled an all nighter. I was getting ready for a launch or oh, of course, I'm particularly stressed. It's the end of the year and I'm trying to meet my end of the year goals. And we we blow off things that should be taken seriously and we're unprepared for the consequences that come our way. Now, my stepfather, you know, my husband's stepfather, he, he dodged a bullet, right? He got lucky. He's not going be able to practice hockey for a while, but he's going to be able to get back on the ice this season. The doctors think it'll be good medicine once he sort of gets his strength back. We don't know where his uncle is yet, but the, you know, it looks like it's a good ending, but it doesn't need to get that bad before we have a good ending. So I just, I'd like you to take a moment. If you're a journal writer, journal write it to yourself. If you're sort of a a gabber, get on the phone and check in with a friend and tell your friend how you've been feeling and all the pesky little things and then invite your friend to do the same but do a gut check and take an inventory how are you how are you really and if something isn't quite right take care of it it's scary. It's nerve-wracking. You worry sometimes that your doctors are going to think you're overreacting or that you're making a big deal out of nothing, but that's a way better mistake than ignoring warning signs of something serious. So if you're on the fence, if something is sort of jiggling, as I jiggling, I don't think that's a word, but like if something's sort of resonating as I talk to you and you're like, oh, she might be talking to me because there's been this pesky problem, like pay attention to it. Get it, like just get it taken care of. Ask the question, be a little fearless in asking for help, and make sure you're taking good care of yourself. Because there's a lot of loved ones around you who are counting on you to do exactly that. So here's your warning call. I really hope you answer. Thanks so much for considering what I had to say today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.